Hello, good morning, everyone. Hope you're doing OK. Uh, it is Thursday morning. And it's RBT Live. Oh, look at that, it's really bright in the background there. Hmm. There you go. Look at this. This is a, a sort of third bedroom that I'm working from. Also a bit of a dumping ground. But yeah, welcome. Thank you, Clayton, for doing the reading past few days. And uh, he tells me that if you go to Spotify, he accidentally uploaded not just the audio of the reading live, but also the video of Clayton reading live. So I'd, I'm going to check that out later because I want to see, you know, his 7 a.m. face. Uh, But yeah, we're going to do um, Joshua 10 to 12 this morning. That'll be the reading. Joshua 10 to 12. Right. We'll start in 30 seconds. Okay, cool, let's go for it. Joshua 10 to 12. As soon as Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, heard how Joshua had captured Ai and had devoted it to destruction, doing to Ai and its king as he had done to Jericho and its king, and how the inhabitants of Gibeon had made peace with Israel and were among them, he feared greatly. Uh, because Gibeon was a great city, like one of the royal cities, and because it was greater than I, and all its men were warriors. So Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, sent to Hoham, king of Hebron, to Piram, king of Jeremoth, and Japhia, king of Lashis, and to Deba, king of Eglon, saying, Come up to me and help me, and let us strike Gibeon. For it's made peace with Joshua and with the people of Israel. Then the five kings of the Amorites, the king of Jerusalem, um, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, the king of Eglon, gathered their forces and went up with their armies and encamped against Gibeon and made war against it. And the men of Gibeon sent Joshua at the camp of Gilgal, saying, do not relax your hand from your servants. Come up to us quickly and save us and help us. For all uh, the kings of the Amorites who dwell in the hill country are gathered against us. So Joshua went up from Gilgal. He and all the people of 
but he and all the people of war with him and all the mighty men of valor. And the Lord said to Joshua, do not fear them, for I've given them into your hands. Not a man of them shall stand before you. So Joshua came upon them suddenly, having marched up all night from Gilgal. And the Lord threw them into a panic before Israel, who struck them with a great blow at Gibeon and chased them by the way of the ascent of Beth Horon and struck them as far as Ezekah and Makedah. And as they fled before Israel, while they were going down the ascent of Beth Horon, the Lord threw down large stones from heaven on them as far as Azekah, and they died. There were more who died because of the hailstones than uh, the sons of Israel killed with the sword. At that time, Joshua spoke to the Lord in the day when the Lord gave the Amorites over to the sons of Israel. And he said in the sight of all Israel, Sun, stand still at Gibeon, and moon in the valley of Ijolan. And the sun stood still, and the moon stopped, until the nation took vengeance on all their enemies. Is this not written in the book of Jashar? The sun stopped in the midst of heaven, and did not hurry to set uh, for about a whole day. There has been no day like it before or since when the Lord heeded the voice of a man for the Lord fought for Israel. So Joshua returned and all Israel with him to the camp of Gilgal. These five kings uh, fled and hid themselves in the cave of Machedah. And it was told to Joshua, the five kings have been found hidden in the cave of Machedah. And Joshua said, Roll large stones against the mouth of the cave and set men by it to guard them. But do not stay there yourselves. Pursue your enemies. Attack their rear guard. Do not let them enter their cities, for the Lord your God has given them into your hand. When Joshua and the sons of Israel had finished striking them with a great blow until uh, they were wiped out, and when the remnant that remained of them had entered into the fortified cities. Then all the people returned safe to Joshua in the camp at Machedah. Not a man moved his tongue against any of the people of Israel. Then Joshua said, open your mouth, of the, open the mouth of the cave and bring those five kings out to me from the cave. And they did so. And brought uh, those five kings out to him from the cave and the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lashish, and the king of Eglon. And when they brought those kings out to Joshua, Joshua summoned all the men of Israel and said to the chiefs of the men of war who had gone with him, come near, put your feet on the necks of these kings. Then they came near and put their feet on the, their necks. And Joshua said to them, do not be afraid, do not be afraid, or dismayed, be strong and courageous, for thus the Lord will do to all your enemies against whom you fight. And afterward, Joshua struck them and put them to death, and he hanged them on five trees, and they hung on the trees until evening. But at the time of
the going down of the sun, Joshua commanded. And they took them down from the trees and threw them uh, into the cave where they had hidden themselves. And they set large stones against the mouth of the cave, which remains this very day. As for Makeda, Joshua captured it on that day and struck it and its king. With the edge of the sword, he devoted to destruction every person in it. He left none remaining. And he did it. He did to Makeda just as he'd done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all Israel with him passed on from Makeda to Libna and fought against Libna. And the Lord gave it also uh, and its king into the hand of Israel. And he struck it with the edge of the sword and every person in it. He left none remaining in it. And he did to its king as he had done to the king of Jericho. Then Joshua and all Israel with him passed on from Libna to Lachish and laid siege to it and fought against it. And the Lord gave Lachish into the hand of Israel and he captured it on the second day and struck it with the edge of the sword and every person in it as he had done to Libna. Then Haram, king of Giza, came up to help Lachish and Joshua struck him and his people until he left nothing remaining. Then Joshua and all Israel with him passed from Lachish to Eglon and they laid siege to it and fought against it. And they captured it on that day and struck it with the edge of the sword. And he devoted every person in it to destruction that day, as he had done to Lachish. Then Joshua and all Israel with him went up from there to Eglon, sorry, from Eglon to Hebron. And they fought against it and captured it and struck it with the edge of the sword and its king and its towns and every person in it. He left nothing remaining as he had done to Eglon. And he devoted it to destruction and every person in it. Then Joshua and all Israel with him turned back to Deba and fought against it, and he captured it with its king and all its towns, and they struck it with the edge of the sword and devoted to destruction every person in it. He left none remaining, just as he had done to Hebron, to Libna and its king, so he did to Deba and its king. So Joshua struck the whole land, the hill country and the Negeb and the lowland and the slopes and all their kings he left none remaining but devoted to destruction all that breathed just as the lord god of israel commanded and joshua struck them from kadesh barnea as far as gaza and all the hill country of goshen as far as gibeon and joshua captured all these kings in their land at one time because the lord of israel fought for is the Lord God of Israel fought for Israel. Then Joshua returned and all Israel with him to the camp of Gilgal. Then chapter 11. When Jabin king of Hazor heard of this, he sent to Joab king of Madon and to the king of Shimon and to the king of Akshaph and to the kings who were in the northern hill country and in the Arabia south of Chinneroth and in the lowland and in Naphoth Dor on the west to the Canaanites in the east and the west the Amorites the Hittites the Perizzites the Jebusites in the hill country and the Hivites under Hermon sorry in the land of Mizpah 
and they came out with their troops, a great horde in number like the sand on the seashore, with very many horses and chariots. And all these kings joined their forces and came and encamped together at the waters of Murom to fight against Israel. And the Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid of them, for tomorrow at this time I will give over all of them slain to Israel. You shall hamstring their horses and burn their chariots with fire. So Joshua and all his warriors came suddenly against them by the waters of Merom and fell upon them. And the Lord gave them into the hand of Israel, who struck them and chased them as far as the great Sidon and Miseroth mine and eastward as far as the valley of Mizpah. And they struck them until none were remaining. And Joshua did to them, just as the Lord said to him, he hamstrung their horses and burned their chariots with fire. And Joshua turned back at that time and captured Hazor and struck its king with the sword. For Hazor formerly was the head of all those kingdoms. And they struck with the sword all who were in it, devoting them to destruction. There was none left that breathed, and he burned Hazor with fire. And all the cities of those kings and all that their kings Joshua captured and struck with the edge of the sword, devoting them to destruction, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded. But none of the cities that stood on the mounds did Israel burn, except Hazor alone, that that Joshua burned. And all the spoil of these cities and the livestock the people of Israel took for their plunder. But every person they struck with the edge of the sword until they had destroyed them, and they did not leave any who breathed. Just as the Lord had commanded Moses, his servant, so Moses commanded Joshua, and so Joshua did. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord had commanded Moses. So Joshua took all the land of the hill country and all the Negev and all the land of Goshen and the lowland of Arabah and the hill country of Israel and its lowland. From Mount Halak, which rises towards Seir, as far as Balgad in the valley of Lebanon, below Mount Hermon. And he captured all their kings and struck them and put them to death. Joshua made war a long time with all those kings. There was not a city that made peace with the people of Israel except the Hivites, the inhabitants of Gibeon. They took all in battle. For it was the Lord's doing to harden their hearts that they should come against Israel in battle in order that they should be devoted to destruction and should receive no mercy but be destroyed, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. And Joshua came at that time to cut off uh, the Anakim from the hill country, from Hebron, from Deba, from Anab and the hill country of Judah and from all the hill country of Israel. Joshua devoted them to destruction with their cities. There was none of the Anakim left in the land of the people of Israel. Only in Gaza, in Gath and in Ashdod did some remain. So Joshua took the whole land according to all that the Lord had spoken to Moses. And Joshua gave it for an inheritance to Israel according to their tribal allotments. And the land had rest from war. In chapter 12. 
Now these are the kings of the land whom the people of Israel defeated and took possession of their lands beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise from the valley of the Arnon to Mount Hebron with all Arba eastward. Sihon, king of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon and ruled from Arora, which is on the edge of the valley of the Arnon, and from the middle of the valley as far as the river Jabbok, the boundary of the Ammonites, that is half of Gilead, and the Araba to the sea of Chinneroth eastward, and in the direction of Beth Jeshimoth to the Sea of Araba, the Salt Sea, southward to the foot of the slopes of Pisgah. And Og, king of Bashan, one of the remnant of the Rephaim, who lived at Asheroth and Edari, and ruled over Mount Hermon and Selica and all Bashan to the boundary of the Geshurites and the Machathites, and over half, half of Gilead to the boundary of Sihon, king of Heshbon, Moses, the servant of the Lord, and the people of Israel defeated them. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, uh, gave their land for possession to the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh. And these are the kings of the land whom Joshua and the people of Israel defeated on the west side of the Jordan from Balgad in the valley of Lebanon to Mount Halak that rises towards Seir. And Joshua gave their land to the tribes of Israel as possession according to their allotments. In the hill country, in the lowland, in the Araba, in the slopes, in the wilderness, and in the Negev, and in the land of the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, the king of Jericho, one, the king of Ai, which is beside Bethel, one, the king of Jerusalem, one, the king of Hebron, one. The king of Jarmuth, one. The king of Lashis, one. The king of Heglon, one. The king of Giza, one. The king of Deba, one. The king of Geda, one. The king of Homa, one. The king of Arad, one. The king of Libna, one. The king of Adullam, one. The king of uh, Makeda, one. The king of Bethel, one. The king of Tabua one, the king of Hepha one, the king of Aphek one, the king of Lasheron one, the king of Madon one, the king of Hazor one, the king of Shimon Muron one, the king of Akashaf one, the king of Tarnak one, the king of Megiddo one, the king of Kedesh one, the king of Jokunum in Carmel, one. The king of Dor in Naphath Dor, one. The king of Goim in Galilee, one. The king of Terza, one. In all, 31 kings. Well, so Joshua's just winning everything, uh, isn't he? Uh, why is that? It says, doesn't it? Um, I can't remember where, but it said that the reason that they won all those battles was simply just that the Lord fought for Israel. I'm trying to think where that was. I was just trying to remember where it was. 
Jesus is fighting for his church uh, as they've entered the promised land and just giving them all the victories. Um, and they are confident in the Lord. You know, they, they believe him. They believe that uh, they can take this land. They, the promised land can be theirs, that they can have heaven on earth. Um, yeah, because I think you've got to think of these kings a bit like, I don't know, sin and areas of your life that just seem you think now their enemies are too great. Jesus says, no, we can overtake that. That can be won and um, overcome, you know, because these kings are rulers and yeah, they, they want to come and kill the church and our sin can feel like it rules us and it wants to kill us. But we must, uh, we can with Jesus come and destroy our sin. So yeah, lots of names, isn't it, Joshua? Sorry, I'm struggling a bit with it. Um, have a really good Thursday, everyone. I'm going to post the link for tomorrow now. Um, I don't know if there's a bit. Of, I think Clayton posted the link for today. And I did another one, so I don't know if that's confused you, but it should be straightforward from now on. Uh, I can uh, do the links. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'll do it now for tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Have a good day.